0: good morning. Do you know, it's been one of those mornings this morning, it really has. Up until, what, one minute before church was supposed to start, we had nothing here. And there's actually quite a lot on here today, so, so it's, been, it's been an interesting morning. Um, I'm just going to pray, and then we'll um, see what we're going to do. So let's just pray really quickly. Lord God, I just pray that you would speak through me that you would speak to me and that you'd speak to everybody here and that we'd all learn something new about you and experience you in a new way this morning, Lord. Amen. Amen. Right, I like to learn. Learning's good. To be honest, I didn't really like it at school. It wasn't so interesting then for some reason. Um, But you know what? Learning doesn't have to finish, does it? As 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 soon as we walk out of school or it doesn't have to just stay in a Sunday school situation. We can learn through life. I've got a couple of quotes here about learning that I thought were quite nice, that i was going to share with you. The purpose of learning is growth, and our minds, unlike our bodies, can, t- can continue growing as long as we live. Children are like wet cement. Whatever falls on them makes an impression. And learn to get in touch with the silence within yourself and know that everything in life has purpose. There are no mistakes, no coincidences, all events are blessings given to us to learn from. And the last one is, I am learning all the time. The tombstone will be my diploma. Okay, so I'm going to encourage you this morning to learn. Not necessarily just through what I'm, I'm saying, but through everything that you experience, everything that you see, everything that you hear. And don't let it stop as soon as you walk out. So do you look for opportunities to learn? Is that how you kind of go about your life? Do you just wander around and... Only learn if you're in your lessons or when you're reading a book on whatever subject it is you might be interested in? Or do you really look for opportunities in life that will shape you, that will teach you, that will develop you? Are you prepared to learn this morning? Are you even prepared to learn through a duck? And you can sing along.
1: A duck walked up to a lemonade stand, and he said to the man running the stand, Hey, bump, 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 got any grapes? The man said, No, we just sell lemonade, but it's cold and it's fresh and it's all homemade. Can I get you a glass? The duck said, I'll pass. Then he waddled away, waddle, waddle, till the very next day. No, like I said yesterday, we just sell lemonade, okay? Why not give it a try? The duck said, goodbye. Then he waddled away, waddle, waddle. Then he waddled away, waddle, waddle. Then he waddled away, waddle, waddle. Till the very next day, pom 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 bum, 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 bum When the duck walked up to the lemonade stand And he said to the man in the stand Said, Look, this is getting old. I mean, lemonade's all we've ever sold. Why not give it a go? The duck said, how about no? no. Then he waddled away, waddle, waddle, waddle. Then he waddled away, waddle, waddle, waddle. Then he waddled away, waddle, waddle. waddle. Till the very next day, bum, 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 ba-dum. When the duck walked up to the lemonade stand And he said to the man in the stand, The man said, That's it. If you don't stay away, duck, I'll glue you to a tree and leave you there all day stuck. So don't get too close. The duck said, adios. Then he waddled away, waddle-waddle. Then he waddled away, waddle-waddle-waddle. Then he waddled away, waddle-waddle. Till the very next day, bum, 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 ba-dum. When the duck walked up to the lemonade stand, and he said to the man, run in the stand. Got any glue? No, why would I? Oh, then one more question for you. Got any grapes? And the man just stopped, then he started to smile. He started to laugh, he laughed for a while. He said, come on, Doc, let's walk to the store. I'll buy you some grapes, so you won't have to ask anymore. So they walked to the store, and the man (coughs) bought some grapes. He gave one to the duck, and the duck said, (coughs) No thanks, but you know what sounds good? It would make my day. Do you think this store, do you think this store, do you think this store has any lemonade?
0: did you enjoy that? I have to apologize because believe me that song will well and truly get into your head all the time you might be eating your dinner and you'll suddenly uh, start waddle waddling or uh, just going up to random people and saying hey got any grapes so I do apologize a little bit for that because it is one of those really 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 annoying songs but it's also quite catchy and quite fun so it will get into your, into your head, absolutely. But I also hope, this morning, that it will get into your minds and into your thoughts and into your hearts, because I think, actually, it can teach us quite a lot. So we see this duck walking up to the lemonade stand, don't we? And at first, nothing weird about that. That's if you think ducks can speak and drink lemonade. But we'll just go with it for now. So he goes up to this lemonade stand, and instead of asking for, lemons, for lemonades, he says, got any grapes. So either this duck is unable to read, or he doesn't really know what a lemonade stand sells, or he just really, really, really wants some grapes that he thinks anything is worth a try to get. But he soon finds out that he's not going to get his grapes, and um, the man tries to sell him some lemonade, and he doesn't get them, so then he waddles away, till the very next day. Okay, but that's not the end of the story, is it? Because this duck Again, either isn't the most clever of ducks and doesn't suss it out, but he decides to go back and ask again whether there's any more grapes. And again, the man says, no, we just sell lemonade, like last time. So then he waddles away again until the very next day. But did he learn his lesson? No. In fact, five times he goes up to this lemonade stand and asks for grapes. So why would he do this? Surely by now the penny must have dropped and he must have begun to realise no, no grapes, but no. So I think actually he really, really, really wanted these grapes, so much so that all his heart and his mind were set on and he thought he's just got to get it at any cost, even if he's looking silly going to lemonade stands. So he had his heart and mind set on it, even though, clearly, it was a lemonade stand. Each time he went up, they said no. And lemonade stands don't tend to sell grapes, do they? So we could think, well, this duck's really, really quite silly. But I wonder whether actually we can be guilty of doing the same kind of thing. Probably not with grapes, because that would just be weird, wouldn't it? Going up and asking everybody if you've got any grapes. But I think that we all have something, or we could have something in our life that is like the grapes, something that we just go after, something that we're so desperate to get hold of, or we think will make us happy, um, and that is all that we're thinking of. We're thinking of these grapes. So uh, these grapes could re- represent all sorts of things. I've got a few ideas up here. The grapes could be um, to get married, have lots of money, a good career. It could be all about our image, have the fastest car, relationships, success, popularity. I mean, you guys will need to have a think and, and put your your grape up there. Because I think actually we all do have things in our life that we go after. Things that we think that when we, when we get, they'll make us happy. Things that our mind and our hearts are set on that we just want to go and get. And quite often we miss other things on the way because of it. Do you know, there's nothing wrong with any of these either. But it's all about moderation, isn't it? It's about how much we put our heart and our mind and our soul into getting these things. So there's nothing wrong with grapes. But if grapes are the only things that you ever go after and the only things that you ever eat, well, you're going to get a bit of a tummy ache, aren't you? And you're not going to be feeling too good, um, and you're not going to be doing very well either. And the same is with these things, that if this is what we're focused on, these are our grapes, we just have one thing that we're focused on, and we think that's going to make us happy, and we think that's you know all our life is about. Again, it's not going to actually cut it. It's not going to be all that we really need. So perhaps we've been after some of these things and neglecting other areas in order to get them. So this duck went on a mission for grapes, because they're all that mattered to him. What is it that we spend our life searching for, and asking for, and going after? What is it that we think will really make us happy? What is it that we make a priority in our life? So what grapes are you clinging on to today? i was going to ask Julie to come up.
2: Um, I got to excuse me. I got to admit, when Joe asked me to do my testimony, I just thought, "Crikey, why are you asking me? I'm Mrs. Average, actually." And um, I grew up in a family that wasn't Christian, but I'm fortunate enough to um, have lots of things in my life. I've got a wonderful husband, two wonderful children, um, a nice house. Uh, we've got a car each, um, and I'm not saying that to to brag. I'm just saying that because. For me, when I was growing up and when I was first married, I had everything I wanted in my life. You know, I couldn't have asked for anything else. And if I did want it, um, we were quite fortunate enough not to be on the bread line. And we could, we could have probably gone out and, and got most things. And, and that's how we, we lived. Um, until James, who's my son, um, invited us to come to church for a, a youth service. And uh, me and my husband came. And uh, we thought, oh, yeah, it's great. It's a bit of a wacky church, but, you know, it's um, it's okay. And then um, a couple of weeks later after that, he was baptised. So, again, we came back to church. And um, and and I just thought, crikey, you know, this is a really nice church. And I feel really at home here. And, uh, and then the weeks went on and James kept inviting me to church. And I kept coming back. And I didn't really know why I kept coming back. But it just felt good. So I just kept doing it. And... Um, and then six months after that, actually, I gave my life um, to God. And then six months after that, I was baptised. So, I mean, I did an Alpha course in between. Um, and it was until those six months when I was thinking about coming to be baptised, actually, that I realised that all of that time I had a hole in my life. And it wasn't until the realisation of someone coming up and almost saying to me, it was, well, it was obviously God, coming up and saying, do you know what, Julia, I've had this jigsaw in my hand for absolutely ages and it goes into your your life and it wasn't until then that you realize actually that all of those things that you'd been searching for and all those things you'd filled your life with is not the jigsaw puzzle that you're missing actually it's God in your life that fills that jigsaw puzzle and um, and I just think actually I've still got a wonderful life I'm so blessed by God but actually I realise that with him in my life actually I am so much more of a better person than i ever used to be so that's it thank you
0: thanks julie it's always good to hear about other people's stories isn't it it's encouraging okay so we'll go back to our duck so after five attempts he finally finally gets what he's he's after so the man just about—he's about to go what what—and then he laughs and he thinks, no, actually, he really wants these these grapes. Bless the little duck. We'll take him to the shop where the grapes actually come from. So they go off to the shop. He buys the duck some grapes. And um, the man gives the duck a, gr- a grape, and the duck tries them. Hmm. Then he says, No thanks. Hungry, damn. Right. So the duck, after all this, after going after these grapes for all this time, he tries one finally, and does he like it? No. He says no thanks. It wasn't all that it was cracked up to be. It wasn't what he was hoping for. It wasn't. It just wasn't what he thought. It didn't tick the boxes that he was after, and it just didn't satisfy him the way that he thought it would. You know, it can be the same with our grapes, um, the grapes that that we talk briefly about just now. The grapes that we go all out for, the grapes that we really try hard to get and and to to make sure they're in our life, that when we actually get there, sometimes we can find that we might enjoy them for a bit, they may satisfy us for a while, but ultimately, they don't last. They might not be all that we thought it was going to be. All that we hoped for, we might not find in these things, just like with the duck and the grapes. So we might finally get there, and all this thing that we expected, all the, all the things, um, the, the, the marriage, the job, the fast car, the gadgets, the labels, they don't just, they don't just don't hit the right spot. They don't satisfy. And then we can find ourselves thinking, well, there must be more to it. Do you know, Fre- Freddie Mercury, in spite of his huge fortune and fame, he admitted in an, in an interview just before his death that he was desperately lonely. He had achieved many of these grapes. And yet he said, You can have everything in this world and still be the loneliest man, and that is the most bitter type of loneliness. Success has brought me world idolisation and millions of pounds, but it has prevented me from having the one thing that we all really need, a loving, ongoing relationship. So things that we strive for in life will probably let us down at some point. They aren't enough. They aren't what we hoped for. Freddie Freddie, Freddie Mercury had so much, and yet he had a desperate longing for more. Can we really be sure that our grapes will satisfy us forever? I've got another little thing for you to look at now. that were absolutely cracking up them. It's very sad. I did check, I did check, and apparently no ducks were, hu- were harmed in the filming of that. It apparently did go on, on GMTV or something, and, and they did say that the ducks were all okay afterwards. So if you feel a little bit sorry for the ducks, then just you, you can rest assured the ducks were okay, all right? Okay, so we have these poor ducks. They're waddling away, quite happily enjoying their life, going on their little stroll. When along comes a wind blows them off their feet, rolls them around for a bit. Um, they lose track. Eventually, they get back on again, but who knows what's going to happen afterwards. So these poor ducks. And yet, I think they can be like our lives at times. We can be quite happily going along, thinking that we've got it all sorted, thinking that we've got life sussed. Um, you know, we're just walking away like the ducks, quite happily enjoying things. And yet, something happens. A strong wind might blow. Our circumstances might change, we might go through a bit of a tough spot and all of a sudden we find that that the things that we thought were so stable and so secure in our life, they get knocked away, they knock us off our feet and they take us on a a different track. Um, Our grapes can get blown away. Jobs are lost, relationships are broken, looks fade and the money can run out. In fact most things in our life fade or they have to come to an end sooner or later. We can spend our time searching for different things, all good things, like in Julie's story, in her testimony, things that give us happiness for a time. But at the end of the day, there is only one thing, one thing that can truly satisfy us, and that is a relationship with Jesus. Only in him will we find all that we're looking for, because nothing else lasts for eternity. Nothing else gives us that hope. God's love goes on and on, It doesn't get blown away in rough times, and when our circumstances change, it withstands anything and everything that we might find ourselves in. In fact, the Bible tells us that God's love is patient, kind, does not envy, does not boast, is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. It does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. It never fails. Did you notice that each time, going back to our first duck now, he went up to the lemonade stand. It was a hot and sunny day. The sun was out, there were no clouds in the sky. You know what? This duck, after all that walking and waddling, he must have been pretty thirsty. And the lemonade was ice and cold and fresh, and it was probably all that he needed. And yet his mind was so set on these grapes that he ignored all that because he just thought the grapes would do it for him. The grapes were all that was needed, and actually the lemonade would have probably been far better for him in this hot and sunny day. And the lemonade man knew this. He had his lemonade, he could see it there on his stand, and he knew that the lemonade would refresh him. And he kept on offering it to the duck, and each time the duck turned it down. The duck said, "No thanks, I'll pass," and walked away. But the lemonade man never forced it on him, did he? He just he just waited. He might have got a little bit across towards the end, but you know, I didn't write the story. But he just waited, and each time the duck came up, wanted grapes, and he knew he knew that the lemonade would be all that he was looking for, and he didn't force it upon him. He was patient. He waited. It knew that it had to be the duck's choice. And do you know, God does the same with us. He knows that only a relationship with Jesus will give us all that we're looking for. It will give us that lasting satisfaction that nothing else will. And yet he doesn't force it on us. He's like the lemonade man when he just waits. And he offers it to us and he keeps on saying, give it a try. And he makes speak to us in different ways. But ultimately, he doesn't get the lemonade and shove it down our throats. Because he waits until we make that choice. It has to be our choice. The Bible says that Jesus stands at the door and knocks. But he will never open the door unless we open it and invite him in. Opening the door to Jesus really is the only way that we will find ultimate satisfaction. These grapes that we have will fade eventually. They'll begin to rot. They'll just not be all that they'll be cracked up to be. Opening the door to Jesus is the only thing that will bring ultimate satisfaction. It is the only way that we can truly um, live our life to the full. It will bring peace that nothing else in life can bring. It will fill that hole, that longing, that need, just that thing that we've been searching for. That's what a relationship with Jesus will bring. The grapes, they may last for a time, but not not for eternity. A relationship with Jesus will. So you may have already opened that door, um, and you know what a relationship with Jesus um, brings. But I wonder whether there's maybe any grapes in your life that are beginning to get in the way. Anything that, that might be taking priority, that where once Jesus was at the top and that's what you knew was bringing you ultimate satisfaction, where the things are sneaking in and you're beginning to look elsewhere for it. It's like David spoke about several days ago. What is the first thing or who is the first thing that you turn to when things get a bit rough? Is it still Jesus? Are you concentrating on the grapes or are you focusing on the true vine? So maybe God is challenging you this morning to put that right. Or perhaps you've never really stopped to think about what a relationship with Jesus will bring you. That you don't know about this ultimate satisfaction that you will get when you ask Jesus into your life. But maybe you're beginning to realise that all these things that you've been going after, all these things that you've put your hope in, that they're not going to last forever. That they won't bring you everything that you need. And So maybe you're searching and maybe you're thinking there really must be something more. There is. Because Jesus stands at the door and knocks and he's been waiting for you to invite him in so that he can bring you that hope that you really need and a love that never fades. Are you prepared this morning to see your grapes as they really are? As something that may taste good for a while, but eventually will rot? Are you prepared to put them down and to listen to the one that truly knows what can bring you happiness? Will you give Jesus a try this morning? Will you open the door? Will you let him take control? He stands and knocks.